All right, the reason that I created this podcast is to answer questions at one time that I get a lot from different individuals. And what we're talking about is publishing and content and branding yourself. Now, the difference here is I'm not going to spend time welcoming you and giving you an overview. I'm going to get right to it. The, the, the days of traditional publishing are pretty much over. So quick history lesson. If you wanted to publish a book back in the day, you know, first you had to write the book and then you would, you know, shop your manuscript around in the hopes that a publisher would invest in you. And you people are still thinking that same way. So what I want you to understand is the reality. The reality is there are a lot of people that are writing and publishing because of the internet. I mean, simple as that. You know, the phone or the device or the iPad or Android tablet or whatever you have is more powerful now than, you know, the totality of broadcast television was 30 years ago. You have multiple cameras, you have microphones, you have the ability to not only record video, but edit it. You can join various apps to do different things. So let's talk about that before I begin to get off topic. And I'm not taking notes here, so I'm just kind of going off of questions that I get asked quite a bit on social media when it comes to publishing. Now, I am a published author. I started publishing like 10 years ago. So I have a few books that I've published, but I'm going to talk more about new media now. And you people are, and when I say you people, I'm, I'm talking to, you know, just men, women, boys, girls, you know, whoever it is, I'm just talking to people in general. As the author with that creative drive that you have, a lot of you think, hey, I'm working on my book or I finished my book. So, you know, the heavy lifting is over. Oh, I've, you know, I've, I've, I've gone into the studio and I've got my my music tracks complete. So, you know, here I am, this great talent. Now the world is going to embrace me. It's hard to get through that chatter of the Internet. Most people are connected to their devices and they're doing their own thing. So to pull them away from that and to you takes patience. One thing I'm going to tell you right now is I'm going to just tell you what I know. I mean, it's as simple as that. I'm not charging you money for it. I'm not, you know, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care about any of that because the bottom line is talent will rise to the surface. And if you believe in what you wrote or believe in what you sang or believe in whatever it is that you've done, then it's, it's, it's your passion and it will rise as long as you do certain things to help it rise. So it's not like after you've written your book, and we'll just kind of stick with books right now because that's, you know, just a topic that we can focus on. After you've written your books or book, you then think, I'm going to post once on Facebook and everyone is going to send this viral. And now you see from experience that that's not what happens. So then you begin to get frustrated. And that frustration does a couple of things. One thing that it does is... It, it, it slows down your forward momentum. The other thing it does is it begins to take away from your creativity. There is no reason why you can't have multiple projects going on at one time. You know, think about it. The chances of you even being born 
are one in 400 trillion. So, you know, you're here for a reason. And the same forces are acting on you that have acted on other successful people. Things are just different now. You know, the great thing about the internet and having all these platforms is that you have them. You know, you didn't have them before. But one of the hurdles is that so does everybody else. So how do you kind of navigate your way through that storm of information so that you can rise to the top and become whatever you consider to be a successful publisher? Now, I'll tell you quickly the difference between an author and a writer is if you have made one dime off of your work, then you are an author, okay? If you're still writing and building all that, then you're a writer. And that's the definition. Whether you made, you know, one dime or made a million dollars, you know, once someone else pays, and I don't care if they barter a cow for your writing, whatever it is, you know, you've been compensated for it by an outside source, so therefore you are now an author. Congratulations on that. For those of you that have already self-published, and now you have this book that's, you know, with a vanity publisher, and it's just not getting the traction that you want, it's time for you to begin to take some things into your own hands. And we're going to talk about that right now. As a matter of fact, people, I want to apologize for rambling. So the best thing about this podcast is, you know, I really don't have to listen to questions because I know what the questions are. You folks are here because you want to know how you can market. And most of you have had some contact with me on social media, which is how you got here in the first place, first, the first place. Publishing. I want you to think of yourself as a brand. You, you're a brand. And how do brands work? Brands methodically drive traffic to a focal point. So instead of having a bunch of scattered stuff, you know, you may have, you know, one Facebook page that talks about your poetry, another Facebook page that talks about that you like to fix cars, another one. You are, you are diluting your brand that way. So what we're going to talk about now is how to tighten all that up. I recommend getting yourself a podcast just like this. And the reason for that is you can talk about different things. It allows your listener to continue to do other things. You know, they may be washing their car, feeding their family, you know, whatever it is. And The beauty of a podcast is they can listen to you speak and there's nothing more passionate than an author that talks about their subject matter, an author that, you know, narrates their own book or an author that, you know, doesn't continually try to pay for stuff and just do it yourself. And that's what we're going to address next. So you can maintain control of what you release. If you take an album for those who don't, you know, if you produce an album and you sing a bunch of songs and you take 12 songs and you send that to me as a radio station program director and you say, hey, I want you to play song number one. I'm going to say, oh, I'm going to play song number three. And the other program director plays song number six. And the other program director plays, you see what I'm saying? You have scattered yourself. In order to maintain control, you need to release one by one to the industry what you're going to release, release and give some time in between releasing your chapters or your songs or whatever it is. That's how you maintain control. And that's how you extend the life of whatever your project is. If you release everything up front, then different entities 
may publish different parts as they see fit or talk about different parts as they see fit. But if you only release one at a time in a methodical manner and stick with a format, which is what we're going to talk about here. And, you know, you're going to get bored with it. But when you listen to the radio, if you notice, you hear the same songs over and over and over again because they're using a format. All right. So I'm here to, you know, kind of enlighten you on how to do that for yourself. Let's take social media because most of you are going to come here through Facebook. So if I look at your Facebook page, what I see is I see a generic, you know, kind of picture of you. I don't know, a cat, a dog, whatever's on your Facebook that has nothing to do with you. Tighten up yourself. If you want to have a brand, a logo for yourself, which I suggest, then draw one up or, you know, go find a friend to draw one up you know, or something like that. Don't start paying a bunch of people to, to, you know, do a lot of artwork and illustrations for you until you've generated some income to pay for that. That's how you get in the hole early because you're, you're putting the cart before the horse. So anyway, just put a picture up of yourself and then underneath don't put, you know, I don't know, some random word about whatever. Put what your brand represents. I am an author, journalist, you know, that kind of thing underneath your, your profile picture so that you begin to establish yourself as a brand. The next thing is, if I go to your Facebook page or your Instagram or whatever, one post is about your book. The next post is about a cat. The next post is about your mom's apple pie. And then the next post is back to your book. Do you see how you're scattering? Don't do that. Tighten yourself up. If you go to the Coca-Cola website, if you go to the Pepsi website, if you go to the Anheuser-Busch website, they're going to talk about beer. Coca-Cola is going to talk about Coca-Cola. Pepsi is going to talk about Pepsi. You're not, and if they do put a cat in their video feed, the cat's going to be drinking a Pepsi. It all ties back to the brand. So tighten yourself up and think of yourself as a brand and use, you know, just recreate a social media channel, a Facebook page, an Instagram page, TikTok, you know, whatever, whatever it is and have all of that content similar because you don't want to continue to dilute your audience. Now, ultimately, what you want to do is you don't know, have like a, a website for yourself. Now, websites are not expensive. And let me give you a quick tip on that. To start out, you can, you know, pay for your own domain name, which will be, you know, whatever, joeblowbill.com, whatever it is. And that's only going to cost you like $10 a year. That's it. Do not go out and hire a big fancy web designer where number one, you really can't afford it. Number two, you don't want to put that much control in a third party. All you have to do is just get a template. Most companies who sell the domain names also sell cheap templates. And that's all you need because we are trying to keep your information together. We do not want a website that has 30 pages talking about 30 different things that's diluting your brand. So your website should be tight. And you know we're talking 10 bucks somewhere. And you know I don't care where you get it from. But just, you know, do your homework really quick and, and make sure that, that these people are not going to hold you hostage with email quotas and things like that. So I suggest, um, let's see, Host Monster is one. Um, you know, GoDaddy works, except GoDaddy is, um, you know, GoDaddy can get into holding you hostage with quotas. 
So they'll start you out cheap. And then after you get established and they say, oh, your emails are bouncing back and, you know, it's going to cost you X amount of dollars. to." So, so, you know, try to stay away from that kind of stuff, you know, and look for a company that has 24 hour tech support. So that way, you know, you're not a web designer. You're, I, mean, you, I mean, you might be a web designer, but, you know, most of us are not web designers. We are content creators. We are the substance of the website. We are not the ones that are supposed to learn how to control it. That's why templates were invented. So use a template. It doesn't have to be the fanciest because the fancier your website is, the slower it runs on various devices. And I want you people to remember that you are marketing, marketing yourself worldwide. English, especially, is the primary language around the world. Everyone is taught English. You know, that they may have their home language. It may be, you know, Spanish or it may be French or whatever. But everyone now also learns English in school. So just because you are in the United States, for example, does not mean that your content cannot be shared around the world because the Internet allows you to do that. So keep that in mind. A lot of your followers are going to come from places like India and the Philippines, Europe. So just remember that, you know, as you as you create your brand for yourself, remember you're on the world wide web. So think worldwide. I suggest you get a podcast just like I'm doing because, you know, I can just tell you, hey, go to this podcast and listen to what I have to say there. So I don't have to say the same thing 30,000 times to 30,000 different people when the questions are the same. The questions are, how do I market? You know, should I pay for an editor? Should I pay for a third party marketing company when you can do all of that yourself? Now, it will take some time, but especially now in, in the current, you know, this is 2020 when this is being made. You know, right now we have time and you care more about yourself and what you're doing than anyone else. And chances are you have the talent to do it and you also have the resources to do it, which we'll get into in a minute through apps and all that kind of stuff. And, and I'm going to tell you all the stuff that you can use. Now, whether you use it or not is up to you, but I'm just telling you the different apps that I have used and all of them, except for the, you know, buying the website or whatever are free. That's the whole point of this, because most people come to me, especially if you're new and starting out, you don't have a whole lot of money to spend on this and you don't need to now because you can control your own campaign yourself and there are plenty of resources out there for you to do that. So before I begin to, you know, again, just kind of blabber on, tighten your content up. If you're going to podcast like I'm doing right now, if you're going to open a live stream, whether it be on Twitch, whether it be on YouTube, and you know, even for you to broadcast live on YouTube, you're gonna need to have like 100 subscribers. And, and that also goes for you to have your own custom URL. It's always better for your brand to, if the brand is, you know, Joe's Kitchen, then you want your YouTube channel to be YouTube slash Joe's Kitchen. But before you can have slash Joe's Kitchen on YouTube, you have to have at least 100 subscribers before you get that individual kind of vanity. Now it doesn't cost anything. But once again, that shows that you have to put in some work and even YouTube realizes that they're not going to keep giving out vanity, you know, IDs to, you know, people who aren't going to do anything with them when the people who have, you know, gone through the benchmark of getting 100 subscribers, the people who get a bench or have a benchmark. I'm sorry, my, my device is, you know, I'm, I'm getting calls and stuff as well. While I'm doing this because this is real. So 
you know, YouTube has a setup so that once you get a benchmark of 100 subscribers, you can then have a custom YouTube URL. And URL stands for Universal Resource Locator, which is your, you know, home domain uh, parking lot on the web, so to speak. So let's use that as an example. Let me give you a trick real quick. So you don't have a website, but you do have a URL. You pay $10 to whatever company to become, you know, SamanthaSmith.com. So you don't have a website, but you do have a YouTube channel or you do have a Facebook page. All you have to do is direct when people type in SamanthaSmith.com, it'll redirect to your YouTube channel. So that way you're not ever losing out on content. If I ever see anyone, if I go to their website and it says under construction, I'm going to climb through the email and, and, you know, manifest myself in your presence and yell at you because this is the internet. You build things out in real time. You don't just stop. And, you know, you don't, if you want to change a post somewhere, you don't pull that post down and change it and leave a hole in your content. You update in the background and then you update the post. So that way the content is always there. You may pull literally pull content out from a web user or visitor just because oh my gosh i made a mistake so let me check just leave the content up there fix it and then update it i hope you understand that and if you don't understand anything here people just you know send me an email or you know, you know something contact me through whatever social media channel that you you know started this process through and i'll be happy to talk to you about it so anyway when it comes to broadcasting you can do your own podcast. I'm doing my own podcast. And guess what? I am in my bedroom. I am not in a studio. I don't have, you know, $1,000 cameras. You can do everything from your device. These devices now film and shoot in high definition, and they record with excellent vocal quality. So don't invest before you have to. Just use what you have at your disposal because the internet understands. The internet understands if, if, if there's some, you know a little bit of noise in the background, as long as the content is good, then you'll be fine. But while I'm on that topic, people, if you're going to broadcast, don't broadcast in the middle of a bus where all of the background noise, just like, you know, all these little dings and stuff that are popping up, those are distracting. Where all of the background noise is going to take away from your message. And one of the things that I look for when people ask me to take a look at their profile or look at their website or look at their podcast or their YouTube video or whatever it is they have, you know, want me to look at the first thing I do is I listen to the ambiance because the ambiance around you takes away from your message. If the stupid dog is barking or the cat is meowing or the bird is chirping, you're used to that because that's the environment you live in, but your listeners and viewers are not. So go someplace quiet so they can focus on your message. All right, that's just a little tip about that. You are currently listening to this podcast from anchor.fm. And Anchor.fm is a great platform, and I'll tell you why. Because one of the things that it does is you can set up to run ads, and you can create spaces in your podcast for advertising by just putting breaks in your podcast. For example, right now I would say, we'll be back with more about marketing, advertising, and the internet after this. And then you would flag that spot, you know, while you were broadcasting and you can put a pause there. And in between that pause, you can just click a button that says insert subscriber. And then Anchor will look for subscribers for you. Look for advertisers, I should say, not subscribers, advertisers for you. And then, you know, you give them your bank account. And as your play count increases, then 
you get paid. It's called monetizing. And see, it doesn't cost you anything. So the reason that I'm, I'm once again, I'm saying Anchor, Anchor.fm, Anchor.fm, which, you know, look for Anchor either in the Apple Store or in the Google Play Store, because that's the app I'm using right now. And as I said before, I'm using things that I have, you know, proven. And they're not paying me for it. I'm letting you know because I have vetted it. It's, it, it works. So the whole point of this is to give you some information that doesn't cost you any money that you can use to tighten up your brand. It's very simple. All right. The next good thing about Anchor.fm is it automatically duplicates your podcast on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and some other major platforms. So you don't have to do that work. That's why, once again, we're tightening up the brand. So you don't have to send people to Google. You don't have to send people to Spotify. You just send people to your anchor.fm, and then all of that will automatically propagate across the internet. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't use those other things because you can, but this is a, you know, the instructions on tightening up your brand. And that's what I'm talking about. And the good thing about this is you can always stop, go back, back up, listen to it again, whatever you need to do so that you can get the point. Because I, I know I teach this stuff. Let me tell you who I am real quick so that you understand. I spent 13 years with Hard Rock Corporate, the Hard Rock brand, an icon, you know, just an iconic brand up there with Pepsi, up there with Coca-Cola. I have been the media chair for the March of Dimes. So if you Google March of Dimes, you'll see that, you know, that is a not-for-profit organization that deals with premature babies. I'm a published author. I've been in radio for years. And as you can hear, this is my radio voice. This is not like a fake radio voice. This is, you know, what a broadcaster sounds like. So, you know, I, I have all the credentials that I need to, you know, let you guys know what I know. And I've been doing this, I've been doing media and then new media for more than 20 years, people. So I know what I'm doing. That's why I'm able to kind of talk to you like this and, you know, try to give you guys some idea of, of how to do this without it, the, the, the whole point is to do as much of this as possible without any money. And you stay in charge of what it is that you're doing. OK, so we talked about the podcast piece. Next thing is, you know, get a Google number, a Gmail, you know, some Google, Google number, get, you know, get, get a, get a text now number, get something like that. So that once again, you can actually put contact information up because for some unknown reason, you people seem to be terrified of giving out your real information for stalking or whatever, you know, just so you know, in, in today's world, you know, people just don't, well, let me, let me not say that. Most people don't just run up to your address and, you know, kill you. That's just not how it works because, you know, it, with today's forensics, DNA and all that stuff, they're not going to get away with it. So people just don't don't do it unless they're crazy lunatics. And, you know, that's that's a whole different matter. But to protect all of you people from that, just, you know, put your 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 social media presence up and have like a generic picture. It doesn't even have to be yourself. It could be an angel with wings. It can be you know, whatever it is. So, that, you know, just use your common sense and then. Put a number up so people can call you. Use text now. Use a Google number, something like that. All right. So I'm trying to give you guys, you know, prudent, not not just guys. I don't want any people. That's why I say people because everyone's a person. So I'm trying to give you people actual steps that you can use so that you can control your own fate for your own content. All right. Now, let's say that you do get a website. 
you know, one of the things, and this is more of a psychological thing, if, you know, if, if my website is, you know, peoplereleasing.com and I am, you know, Sam at peoplereleasing.com, use that as your email. You know, once you have a website and you're forming up your brand and fortifying your brand, it cheapens your brand for you to have a Gmail account or a Hotmail account or a Yahoo account or any of those other free email services. Because, you know, it's, it's like if I go to someone to fix my plumbing and, and I go to, you know, you know, Jack's plumbing company and then his email says Jack at Yahoo.com, I'm not going to use him because that tells me immediately that this person is not savvy with so that means that they're unorganized they don't know how to market their their business they're using an email account from a free service when they have a whole dot com there so they should be jack at jacksplumbing.com not jacksplumbing.com and you are jack at yahoo.com you see that that's just it, it, it screws up your brand it taints your brand it diminishes your it diminishes your brand it cheapens your brand so keep that in mind as well and again, it's a psychological thing, you know, when it comes to marketing and, you know, talking to your, your potential, because what you want to do is turn your fans, the people who are following you, the, all your friends and all those people, you want to turn those into customers and those customers should purchase, you know, whatever it is that you're selling, you know, your book or your, your, your movie or your videos or you know, whatever you're, you, you know, even if it's cups or you know, whatever it is. You want to convert those people from fans into customers. That's all. And what we're talking about here is how to do that organically. Organic marketing is social media, word of mouth, stuff like that. Referrals. Inorganic is you paying a bunch of money to people to get you impressions in the market. And, you know, that may or may not work. Because, again, if your talent is what it is, then it will rise to the top of this sea of information and you will not just survive but you will thrive another thing I find successful is to publish on those free apps like I use Ritco Ritco W-R-I-T-C-O that's one it's a poetry story quote app and what you're able to do is, you know, give people samples of your story and then you have a profile on there and the profile is going to point back to one place. The profile, the profile is going to point back to the dot com that you set up for yourself or it's going to point back to your Facebook page if you guys don't have any of that stuff. But make sure that people, when they when they read your your, your poetry or read your quote or whatever it is that you put in there, that when they look at your profile, because now they're interested in you and they click on that link, it takes them to a focal point and you're tightening up your brand. I also use BookNet, B-O-O-K-N-E-T. It's another free. This is free. These people don't have to pay for anything because it's free. But I'm letting you know what I've used. BookNet is good and so is Web Novel. So look for those in your app stores. And if you have a book, you know, put excerpts of your book out so that you can build your fan base around your brand. You see how that works? And people have to see what it is. The first thing you people think is, I'm not going to release anything because I'm scared somebody's going to take it. Well, you know, if you are passionate and you are creative, then, you know, it's not rocket science to say, just release some of it. So if I write 20 chapters, 
I'm going to have those first five chapters that I'm just going to give to people. I'm going to give to the I'm going to give to the world so the readers can get engaged. And both Ritco, W-R-I-T-C-O, BookNet, and WebNovel, those all have programs that, you know, once readers get engaged, then, you know, you can actually set your thing up so that people will pay you to read. And it doesn't cost you anything. You don't have to pay them anything for that. So that's why, again, once again, I say these, these, the people that I'm talking about here are people that I have used myself. And that's why I'm passing the information on to you. This is not anyone that's paying me for anything. I'm just using, you know, I'm just passing on the information so that you guys can control your own marketing destiny. And it's not rocket science. That's why I'm giving you these uh, tips. All right. So you want to use social media to your advantage and engage your listeners and your readers. In other words, when they comment, say something back to them. It's just like customer service. That is a huge wow factor because they're following your content already. So they like you and all that stuff. And when you actually speak to them, they they just get, you know, those little tingles that, you know, that that that, that you're talking to them. Now, let's talk about how you talk to them. If I were to say to you, hello, people. I mean, that's ridiculous. I mean, I've done it. I mean, I've done it a few times here, but now now I'm teaching it. So this is a little bit different. So if I say hello, people, I am talking to a broad group. Now, if I am in an audience of 1000, it's appropriate to walk to the microphone and say hello, people, because everyone sees there's a bunch of people there. I can't convincingly say, how are you doing? when you know it means that my message is not genuine because there are a bunch of other people around however that's not how people consume content people consume content most of the time through their devices so you are talking directly to them so you can talk to them as in hey how are you doing i mean that that makes sense because the way people listen the way the human ear works and the way it processes sound it internalizes which makes it sound like you're talking to them So instead of broadcasting, narrowcast. And then what happens is people build a psychological connection with you. And that's something that you will use as you build your fan base and then ultimately convert those to, you know, customers or whatever. Now, the thing about that, that, that connection is even though it's an intimate way to talk to people, like I'm talking to you. It also allows you to really share yourself with your fans. And that's what they want. And in today's time of reality shows, not just TV, but you know, people like to follow these other people because one, they can relate to them. Two, it's kind of humorous. Three, they get some you know, life lessons every now and then. But most importantly, they feel connected to you know, whoever's creating the content. So you want that connection to build as well. And for those of you that have already published on Amazon or iUniverse or any of those other vanity publishing companies, make sure that you run links from your social media or from your website to those so that you can, you know, drive sales. Now, what ultimately will happen here is if you use some of these tips and I'm I'm, going to start wrapping this up now because I've been talking for 30 minutes. If you use some of these tips here, it will assist whatever inorganic marketing campaign that you have so you always said don't just you know say here you know i'm paying a bunch of money to the to, to these people to you know publish my book and to you know market my book and all that and you just sit back and relax and wait for the money to come in because you know it's very highly competitive out there 
So you always want to have some passive action that you're taking yourself with the things that you control. Now, I'm able to do all my marketing myself, and I'm trying to give you some insight into that. I do know some people who've been successful by paying others to do their marketing, but most of the people who are listening to this podcast are looking for free information or a free way to proceed. And that's hopefully what I have just provided for you. If you want to just sit back and rewind and listen to the segments again, or you can certainly contact me on whatever social media channel directed you here. Just go back to that channel and, you know, send me a friend request or, or whatever it is. I, I, you know, talk to everybody because it's important for you to understand how powerful you are as a broadcaster and that you can certainly control your brand. Now, if you do want an email address, I will be happy to give it to you. My email is 7battleangel7 at gmail.com. That's the number 7, battleangel, and the number 7 at gmail.com. You can send me an email there, and then more than likely what I'll do is find whatever social media channel you're on so that we can actually chat, and I don't have any problem doing that. Any questions? Well, of course, you're not going to say yes, because there's no way for you to say yes on a podcast. And another reason I'm using this podcast is if you continue to listen to this podcast, you will hear samples of my book, samples of my philosophy. And it's great because this particular section stands out on its own. And when I give out the link to this particular section, this is what people hear. So that's what's good about podcasting is you can still maintain control of your information and keep everything in the same house under the same umbrella. It was nice providing this information for you. Once again, my email address is 7battleangel7 at gmail.com or use the social media channel that you used to get here in the first place to contact me, the narrator and host. Have a great day. I almost forgot. So back to social media, make sure that you use live engagement, use the live streaming features that are available so that this is like an encore, actually Um, use the live streaming features that are available to engage your audience. So using Facebook again, you know, go to Facebook, you know, create a, you know, Create a room and, you know, broadcast that out to your friends that you're live in your room because your friends should really become your fans. And if I were you and you've got a Facebook page that's, you know, 10 years old with everybody on there from, you know, Sam to Bill to Mike, just recreate a new Facebook account or a new social media account that focuses on your content. That way, everyone who's on your friends list is someone that you have purposely sent a message or you have joined a pre-existing group that is part of the content subject that you're interested in. So that way, when you do send out that you are broadcasting, you're not sending the message out to your aunt and your uncle and your cousins. You're sending that broadcast message that you're going live to people that are a built audience. And that way, you again have somewhere to send them to follow. 
Don't have them follow your personal pages, people. Businesses do not have personal pages. Brands do not have personal pages. Send them to the newly created uh, profile that you know brands you as an author or a musician or a publisher or a whatever your you know content is. So keep that in mind. And those people will not only be able to engage you, but it's kind of cool to spend time with someone that, that they're following. And there is no reason why you cannot become a superstar in new media if you do some of these things. So once again, you always end your message with something that you want your fans or your readers or viewers or listeners to hold on to. And that is either your name, your website, your email address, or your phone number. So you don't end with, you know, I want you to call me at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and then start talking about something else because then they will just remember the last thing. So that's how the human mind works. So once again, if you want to contact me through email, contact me at seven battle angel seven at gmail.com that's seven battle angel seven at gmail.com and it's the number seven battle angel and the number seven at gmail.com notice how i'm doing this seven battle angel seven at gmail.com